Hello everyone, it's Michelle at Divine's Purpose. If you are new to the podcast, well, welcome to your remembrance. If you are returning, what is good, what is popping? I think it's been about a month since I did a podcast and I was really called to come on to complete the energy of 2022, but more, most importantly, is really speak of the topic of Tantra and sacred sexuality for 2023. There is nothing else but Tantra. There is nothing else but the embodiment of sacred sexuality. There is nothing else, you guys. There's so many different teachings through all the levels of consciousness. But if you understand the chart, you know, the ascension to the God and Goddess template, the consciousness of that, then you understand right below God and Goddess is sacred sexuality sacred masculine, sacred feminine, sacred living. I know a lot of people love my, you know, post about relationships and dating and sexual foreplay and all the things that catches on to your desire. But desires could go down a very dark hole very quickly if you don't understand what it is to be safe in that desire. Because desire is a gateway to the divine energy but a lot of people have so much repressed wounds and traumas and lust and jazebel spirits and all of that energy that sits in the lower part of your body which would be the root the sacral and the solar underneath the heart is the human consciousness that has to be healed And you have to understand there is no safety in those three energies, okay? There's no safety there. Those are the energies that are full on going through an ego death as we speak. This is the kundalini energy. This is the divine mother. This is the ascension process through the meridian body. This is understanding how we are all being asked to evolve into higher beings, understanding that we have to let go of the slave mentality, the the victim mentality, the avatar of um, the cult energies, and all of these things that are in our system, right, in our bodies through the DNA, because of all of the lifetimes we've lived. Now, There is a lot here. And, you know, teaching sacred sexuality is one of my favorite things to teach. It's very humbling. You know, after so many master classes, now that I get to work with just a one-on-one basis, it's so much more powerful. It was powerful in a master class, but when I can go right into your soul and I can reflect your highest blueprint of your soul and your spirit to you as my gifts as that divine mirror, we could really go into the aspects of what you really need and how to master becoming sacred. This is the understanding of Lumeria, okay, the Lumeria timeline. We're understanding that, you know, we had a volcano that erupted. Goddess Pele right now is in Hawaii. That energy is bringing out a lot of Atlantis timelines, but also the the rebirth of Lumeria, which is safety. You know, everybody wants to feel safe, but everybody has to understand it starts within. You can't ask for a a 
person or a partner that is safe when you are truly not safe within, meaning you are resisting your healing, right? Or you are self-sabotaging or you haven't truly allowed the truth of your own journey to be cleansed. And this is the aspect that we're all dealing with. Now, sacred sexuality is extremely powerful, but again, you can't ask for safety, meaning, for example, I will use myself for example. I've always said sacred sexuality has saved my life, and it really has in a, in a lot of different ways. And there's so much I can go into that, and maybe I will do a really big um, podcast or a video about my own personal journey when I feel called to. I think that we still need a little bit more time for our fellow sisters and brothers to really understand and grasp the dialogue that I'm speaking because a lot of people are still, you know, you know, on their ascension path. <laughs> and I honor everybody's journey. But for me, as a new earth leader, I would never want a divine counterpart that's not safe because I need my masculine, right? My outer masculine to really embrace other feminines without them feeling that he's sexually hitting on them or they feel, um, you know, just unsafe or just yucky in his presence because he hasn't fully healed. You know, this is divine energy. We're all tapping into our higher consciousness. Listen to what I'm saying to you, and this is why this is very important to me as a new earth leader, specifically as goddess. Because if I see my sisters that are coming to my partner and my partner gives just one instant of an eye, a glance, lust, that sister of mine is fully aware and conscious of what just occurred. That energy exchange has already happened. So she already feels uncomfortable. Do you understand? This is why sacred energy is so important is because for me, this is why I'm still standing alone because I haven't found that safety in a man yet truly to say, okay, let's go into physical union and become these new earth leaders because a lot of masculines are still dealing with this. And, um, you know, it's energy. You could pick it up instantly and the masculine, if he's not aware, he can deny it because he's still in denial, which is his three lower chakras, okay? That's what I mean by safety. Now, when you bring it inside to your own energy, right? How can I master that without now? Okay, let's take away the other person. How do I feel unsafe in my own expression? Can I be naked with the lights on? Can I open up my legs and enjoy what I'm seeing? Can I have, you know, the erotic pleasures of my own body, even though it's shifting through the kundalini energy? Can I express myself in just an exhale motion? Can I speak the words what I desire? How confident am I? See, these are all the aspects of sacred sexuality and to be honest with you as i'm speaking i'm like oh my god six weeks is not really enough there's so much to unfold in this topic and that's why sacred sexuality is like one of my faves and you guys know i am very sensual and um i really do 
believe that there is nothing but Tantra because Tantra is not sex. Tantra is pleasure in the way you transmute your energy. How much emotions are just buried inside your own vessel and to move and to breathe. It's a form of transmutation. It's a form of integration. It's a form of shadow work. Then like, for example, you know, just going to eat something or cook something or, you know, when you're walking and you feel the breeze on your face, um, listening to your music, you know, even just having an exchange of energy with your girlfriends or your brothers or whatever, everything is Tantra. Everything is Tantra because now you're taking the pain and turning it into pleasure and that is the magician's you know, trophy right there. Then we also have the Kundalini, which is a whole, whole topic on its own. Specifically after 11.11, there was a lot of activations. Now, please remember, we still have a lot of programs when it comes to Kundalini and the proper teachings because there are different levels of teachings as the consciousness, right? So for example, a lot of people are teaching as divine feminine, divine masculine, what kundalini is but there's also a god and goddess way of teaching it a higher form of teaching i teach through the god and goddess because if we're going to do it we're going to do it as the highest point um, and only the divine mother energy is there because she's the one who actually leads the kundalini ascension process because the kundalini my loves if you don't know it's basically the physical meridian body going through its ascension process meaning you're moving out of this dense physical form and you're moving into your light body okay now this also takes a lot of time because you can't rush it it has to be done properly with the proper healer the proper tantrika, the proper priestess, the shaman. I am all those things. I don't even know what to label myself anymore. That's why I just say I am goddess. You know what I'm saying? But it's the energy of holding that with much love, compassion, and safety because if you push it too much, it is very damaging for the meridian body. And then we can talk about right white tantra and how white tantra can help. And that's actually like how you can bring in you know, sexual energies through your partners or even with self, you know, you always want to start with self first to really grasp on. So, you know, to understand sacred sexuality and all of the energies that we speak of is that you must really, truly know yourself from your body, your mind and your soul and understand that you are in constant, constant rebirth energies. And you have to really allow yourself to be that authentic at all times with whatever is presented to you at the moment, okay? Because intimacy is into me, you see. But all, right, all is not towards another person. That is attachment and codependency, which is not love. That's coming from the ego. That is not sacred sexuality, nor is it sacred living. That is more Atlantis timeline. Remember, we're constantly in our own warfare between the mind the egoic mind, right? Your thoughts and the intellect versus your actual heart. And your heart is where the truth is, the truth of God, because your heart is connected to your third eye and your third eye is where the God and God as consciousness sits. But the heart is important because the heart is the balance between this world and the divine world, the other realms that we are tapping into. Because everybody knows that 
Tantra specifically or any sexual experiences through the motion of cosmic bliss is the way to a sense of liberation and really filling your body up with light. Because when you do release, right, when you release, when you come, when you ejaculate, you're actually going back to the dark. You're dead again. Everything is energy and it has to be done and taught in a proper way through the divine mother. Okay, so 2023 is about sacred sexuality. I've been teaching this for about four years now. I have really beautifully mastered the teaching in a way that I personally feel not a lot of people do it. That's why I think that this energy is going to come forward even more in 2023. Um, but you're going to see more people speak of it. Now, again, depending on the level of consciousness, and we honor everybody's journey, so I'm not saying it's right or wrong, because people can come to me and say that my teaching is wrong. But again, that opinion doesn't resonate with my teaching, meaning I am standing in the center of the pillar, right, of God and goddess, and receiving what I need to receive. Everybody's opinion does not matter to me because that's their journey and I respect everybody's journey. But remember, we also have to look at this through the level of consciousness. Where are you coming from? What level are you on? You know, how long have you been teaching this? Are you doing this as the highest form of God and goddess consciousness? Or are you coming in, right, speaking of these energies through, I don't know, a wounded place, an unhealed place? Then these are the things that we have to play with. That's why it's so important to invest your energy, your time, your money into proper sacred containers where you can get properly initiated and then, of course, become a master of your own, meaning come in as a student, listen to the teacher, go through the program, and then, of course, be the master of it once you leave. I never teach and make you stay on a branch, my loves. No. If you're with me, it's intense because we're going somewhere. And that's the part of the journey that I think sacred sexuality is so important. When I say sacred sexuality saved my life, guys, it really has. It's given me the most amazing boundaries to my own sensual play without feeling that I'm being judged or feeling guilty or even, um, you know, you know how people like, oh, people look at you badly and they think you're this, that. It was so funny. My mother said recently during um, a mother healing podcast that we did that was very private. But she did say that people thought I was a stripper or a prostitute because I was speaking of this and how it was showing my body. And I was like, blessed. Um, you know, like if that's their perception because we're speaking of a highest form of creation and sensuality, which is our birthright, is my divine sovereignty. Blessings to them. But I, but that's why sacred sexuality saved my life. I didn't give a shit. I'd, and it was funny because one of the goddesses asked my mother, what do you think of your daughter going online and really showcasing herself so boldly? I never even had a thought about that. Like I never thought, what would my mother think? Not once. Why this is so powerful? Do you understand? Are you following? Are you feeling the energy? I didn't care because I knew this was my mission. And I also 
used it as a tool as my own mirror work. I've been a photographer um, most of my life and a photographer is a mirror, right? It's capturing a moment. So it's taking mirror work into a digital platform so I can share, so I can be someone else's mirror to show what it is to really honor, but really embody what sacred feminine looks like. Now, what every other person's opinion or their own judgment upon me is just their reflection and their perception has nothing to do with me. Okay, so sacred sexuality has helped me in that way. It helped me set healthy boundaries. I don't date. I don't believe in dating. It brought me into a timeline that is super high. It is super potent, but it is also so beautiful and simple. But most people don't understand it because most people prefer drama. You know, they prefer to go in drama and go into those type of things. Not me. I know exactly what I need. I know exactly what I want. I know exactly how it should be done because God has shown me and I go with God's will, not my will. My will is a totally different energy, you know, but that's how sacred sexuality helped me. It brought me closer to that communion with God and the dance between the lover and the beloved, which lastly will take me to the Sufi energy, um, understanding what it is to be a mystic and also really understanding how in past lives, I lived a lot as a gypsy, a gypsy and a Sufi mystic. And I have a lot of experiences with um, Haviz is one of my favorites. Um, if you don't know who he is, please take a look. Um, and of course, Rumi, who is very popular, but Haviz is my favorite. Haviz has a sacred place in my heart in regards to his teaching and his energy and understanding how it is to really embody the dance between the lover and the beloved, okay? The lover is a dead thing. The beloved is all. And Tantra is all. And that's what we're coming into in 2023. So my loves, listen, I have 22% off on all my offerings. But this specifically, I would tell you to jump onto this. I think everybody should because there's so many people who have been really enjoying um, the post I've been sharing. But I'm happy you're enjoying that. But is it time for you to embody it is the question. And you'll know if it's it's time because you already really feel that internal shift you already feel that level up you know the regular matrix dating system is not working for you and it shouldn't it's horrible it's toxic you should step into your true power and your true confidence and what you really deserve don't settle anybody who's ready to really grab and claim what God has for you, meaning don't settle, you should join this. It will help you tremendously. Um, I would tell you to claim it, and um, I'm here to help you. And if you have any questions, just contact me, but it's 22% off. The promo code is THANKYOU2022, and it's for the month of December. So um, if you're ready, please let me know. But this is the energy, my loves. This is sacred sexuality. This is Tantra. This is Kundalini. And this is the cosmic dance between the lover and the beloved. There's so much in this energy. And we're tapping into um, what I'm feeling for me because I live so many past lives. And I've shared so many beautiful energies with so many souls. But I'm tapping into, of course, Shiva Shakti. But I'm also tapping into energies of sacred union through the motion of ancient timelines such as ancient Egypt. Uh, I would probably also say um, Atlantis and Lemuria more, 
but understanding it just has a very big international flavor is what I'm trying to tell you. Like I keep seeing a lot of different faces, a lot of different ancestors. Um, I'm tasting different spices. I'm hearing different sounds, right? Different vibrations because it's all coming from the same energy of creation. But when you when we have fallen, right? Because we've all fallen into a human avatar, you you have separation through the different cultures and the religions and you know all of the sounds and the taste, right? But now that we're rising back up, it, it's it's going to be very magical. So that's 2023, guys. Like there's so much more I can talk about 2023, but I was specifically told to jump on and speak to you about this. So um yeah, you guys, claim it, man. I would tell you to do it. You know, everybody's like, I can't wait till 2023. No, honey, 2023 is here now. It's the motion of this, and I'll finish off here, and you'll know you'll know if this is you. You're on a boat, and the boat's taking off, but your one foot is still on the dock. You don't want to leave. You don't want to get rid of your old life. You don't want to change. No more excuses in 2023. If you're truly ready to really grasp on to this energy, then all we have is now. The power of now, baby. All right. I love you all. Many blessings to you, your journey, and your union.